Hi and welcome back to another episode of Nourish Your Soul with Nicole. So this is yet another episode on of my On the Mission series, right, where I actually engage in very interesting conversations with some of my uh, dearest friends you know, about where they are in their lives, right, as well as, you know, how they are discovering uh, the Christ, Christ's unique vocation and mission for their life. So today I'm very happy and very pleased to have Agatha with us here today, right, Right, all the way, right, yes, from hello. I think she's in France at this point in time, right? So all the way on the other side of the globe. Hello, Hi. Agatha. Very thankful for technology <laughs> to be able to yeah, speak to you. So just a little bit about uh, Agatha and myself. So uh, we were staying actually in uh, Catholic Chaplaincy Newman House in London uh, a few years back when we were studying in university. And... Uh, I just thought it would be very interesting to kind of catch up with her, right, about where she is right now. We have a lot of things to talk about uh, in her life, as well as uh, how she is, uh, I think, day by day, really discovering uh, Christ's mission for her. So, yeah, I know, Agatha, maybe you can keep, get us up to speed with, you know, what have you sure. been up to and you, how the Lord is working um, in your life. Yeah, so... Um... I am currently in, in France, even though I live in Rome. And uh, just last year, I did one year of Christian formation with the uh, Emmanuel community. Um, and before that, uh, I was working as a doctor um, because I finished studying in England and then I worked for one year. So currently, um, I'm not working. I'm studying for my um, exams to start my specialty. But I'm also um, getting ready to get married um, because I met my fiance thing. And congratulations! Uh, yes, we're planning to to get married soon. So um, at the moment, uh, I'm thinking about my my vocation very intensely. In fact, <laughs> so thank you, Nicole, for for asking me to to reflect a bit more deeply on that um, because. Of course, like our first vocation is uh, as children of God is to to love the Lord, and then it's like our vocation is is different uh, according to our specific specific calls. And um, as a doctor, I was definitely thinking a lot about how can I serve the Lord in that. Um, and um, I think that it's a beautiful, beautiful gift to be able to care for people. But ultimately, it's also super humbling because we need to recognize that, in fact, the, the ultimate healer is Jesus and we are only his servants, which is a huge uh, dignity to be his, his, his servant. But um, it's very humbling to know that, uh, in fact, we, we, we should always collaborate with him and do our best, of course, for our patients. But... Um, yeah, but to discover more deeply um, that he is the one who's giving the strength, the, the life, um, yeah, the freedom also. Yeah. And um, actually, I received, um, some months ago, I received a passage from, from Mark, from Mark 5, um, when Jesus is asked... Um, to come to heal the uh, the daughter of of, uh, of Jair, I think that's his name, um, and it was beautiful because the person who who gave me this passage said that this is how the Lord is asking you um, 
to always give primacy in your work to him. Um, yeah, very beautiful because it's, mm. a, it's, a, it's an image of, of Jesus being asked to heal and Jesus being sort of uh, surrounded by a huge, huge crowd, um, sort of pressing him from all, all, all sides. Um, and I was thinking, wow, it's incredible. Actually, the Lord wants me to be his, um, his assistant, you know, in, in, uh, in helping others and in healing others. Yeah, yes. And I was thinking about like two things. One, that it's, it's amazing that he wants to help me. It's really, really incredible that actually like he is the one walking with me. It's thanks to him that I'm alive. It's thanks, thanks to him that I can do anything really. And uh, it's all the more beautiful when I can help with his help. Um, but secondly, it's like also, it was really humbling because it, sh- it sort of reminded me that, yeah, without him, I cannot do anything. Without him, I cannot. Uh, I cannot really be a doctor. I cannot. I cannot love. I cannot help. I cannot do anything. Um, yeah. So that's that's sort of the medical profession part. I I have been thinking of. <laughs> um, I find that yeah, very very like very beautiful when you were saying like mm. uh, the Lord is our divine physician, right, and no, the fact that you you yourself as a medical doctor, you know, you are like so humble, you know. You are you have just acknowledged that whatever we do, actually we can only do him, right? And with him. Like kind of like in a in a two aspect thing as well, like yeah. through him and then also and with him like collaborating. You're saying we have to collaborate yeah, exactly. with him to be able to live out our mission. And that yeah, that you uh, quoted about Mark, I was like, wow, yes, mm-hmm. healing. <laughs> a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, we're not exactly. only physical healing, <laughs> I think we need other kinds of healing in, in this day and age. Yeah, a lot of our spirits yeah. are very uh, beaten down, yeah. very constrained. Uh, we are very wounded people. Yeah, we are actually mm-hmm. in search of yeah, so many types yeah, of, sure. and of like healing. The, the deepest, so, the most beautiful yeah, healing but, is the healing and, of the soul. Um, and sometimes, like, it goes with physical healing. Um, but yeah, you're right. There are so many different ways in which we we need to be healed. And I think sort of thinking, going back to like the fact that uh, we are servants of of uh, of Jesus in sort of this um, helping others in in whatever way we do it, is also pointing me to the to the thought that in today's like world we we very often are sort of pressed to be independent, to be like self sufficient. And uh, to know that uh, we are succeeding, successful, mm. um, which is very contrary to the to the Christian way of thinking. I think <laughs> it can be very difficult, for example, in in professions like medicine, to sort of say, well, actually, I don't know. Uh, well, actually, like it's not, I cannot do everything, and um, yeah, I think it's very beautiful for us Christians to know that we can say that. And uh, we can always pray for our patients. And every time, uh, every time we see a patient, we can pray. Yeah. I find that very, yeah, very beautiful. You brought the point about how in mm. in today's day and age we aim to be self sufficient, right? And very independent. And then that runs contrary to exactly. like I think exactly. what the Lord is telling us, which is, without me, you can do nothing, right? Me, you can do nothing, yeah. And you know, um, 
he's the vine and we are the branches and we always think that oh I can just I can use my own you know human mm. intellect and will and I can maybe you know uh, figure something out but then we realize that we're actually wholly dependent on him and I think that if I'm not wrong in this past year yeah. uh, Agatha you have really taken a leap right <laughs> into the the unknown yes. right in yeah. terms of you know what you've been discerning yeah, also sure. in the so past the years the, you'd like to tell us more about that yeah it was so amazing because i was able to be very very uh, close to the lord um as i was doing this formation with uh, the Emmanuel community we had uh, mass every day and adoration every day and we learned a lot about um, sort of the scientific underpinnings of our faith philosophical anthropological and also yeah scripture we studied scripture and uh, it was a very intense time because you know sometimes when you come close to the lord and um, he is really really showing everything uh, about you yeah. about what you, what what your weaknesses are what your strengths are as well um but it was a very very blessed time and also um and also getting to know my fiance and uh, growing growing in love with him was was a beautiful journey about uh, also discovering in my vocation and asking the lord what do you actually want me to do <laughs> do you want me to be uh, the wife of this amazing man or do you do you think it's a good idea and uh, i was very touched um by the way, like I felt really, really free uh, in in that process, and I felt really. Um, mm. I heard. I I think it's it's really interesting because we hear those stories of vocations of of priests of sisters, um, you know, who say like, oh yeah, I really felt a call, or I I did that, I did that, and I and I felt like really called to live mm. for the Lord and to live holy for Him. And um, I had always, um, well, I had also took some time for like a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago, I took um, some some time to to discern whether I was called to religious life. And um, after that time, I was thinking, mm, I don't think it's for me. But I felt deeply in my heart that I want to live completely for the Lord. So I was thinking like, okay, so I want to live completely for the Lord, but I don't feel like I'm called to religious life. Hmm. Um, and of course like I know we can always live for the Lord completely completely but it's a little bit contrary to the way vocation is maybe presented sometimes to us and uh, when I met Sami I was I felt really cold hmm. it was very like not strange it was very beautiful but uh, I would say it was very unique because I felt called and sort of invited to love him and uh, I felt very free um, to say yes or to say no and thanks be to God I said yes <laughs> and um, yeah really I think it's, it's very very beautiful <laughs> the Lord knowing us is, um, is basically preparing in front of us our, our, our every footstep mm. and uh, he is giving us the, the decisions to take at the right time um, he's presenting us with with uh, with possibilities when we are ready and uh, I'm really grateful for, for that journey I really find it very beautiful when you were saying that it mm. was a very freeing um, you experienced a lot of freedom 
because I think that, uh, you know, in discovering our vocation, sometimes you always feel like constrained, right, by the possibilities. You think it's a B or C, mm. but like, you know, from what you were yeah. sharing about how you were discerning different vocations, right, at first religious life and being called to marriage. Mm. I think one thing that is very clear is your openness, you know, like mm. keeping your heart open to what the Lord uh, yeah. has in store for you, right? Because I think sometimes we fear that, like we fear <laughs> the unknown. I mean, I got I have to quote uh Saint John for the second, but <laughs> put out into the deep, yeah, and let your nets down <laughs> for a catch. I'm so sorry, I'm just really him. into a lot of his quotes recently, so I just had to insert that. Yeah, yeah we all, we love him. I think we all yeah, love him so much. But mm. yeah, I think what you were just embodying is like really you know trusting the Lord like with every step as you as you were going, and then learning a little bit more also about yourself and about your heart and then you were saying mm. like when you get very mm. close to the Lord suddenly everything is very like you know clear right there's so much clarity and you reveal I think also like yeah. certain aspects yeah. of yourself that you know sometimes you want to like hide away because we fear being vulnerable I think in front of but but with yeah, the vulnerability yeah, exactly. also I think ties into what you were saying about feeling exactly. free right we are we, we are vulnerable we feel free right like nothing is holding us down mm. and we are free to be known and to know right we are free to love and be loved also yeah. I think in our own uh, in our own ways and so that's a yeah, that's a very amazing oh, you're giving you. me a lot of uh, but it's, it's hope very, you're reigniting my faith I think in this thing and, <laughs> and vulnerability and I think yeah vulnerability for sure is like the fundamental um, condition uh, that's required for love and I think actually like the fundamental relationship that uh, then allows us to build any sort of relationships is the one with the with God the one with the Lord um because in fact if um if mm-hmm. we know if we discover his love for us if if we know that he loves us just as we are in all our weaknesses in all our sins in all our complications then it's sort of like doesn't matter what happens next because um if we fully trust him, we can be ourselves. And so we can trust that whatever he has in plan, in store for us, will be good for us. Yes. And sometimes, like, it's very, very hard to, to accept or to think this way, of course. But um, I I can see that in my life, in the choices I I was making or in the, in the sufferings I was going through. The Lord was always bringing something good, um, good from, from difficulties. And uh, I, I saw that the more I trusted him, the more easy it was to go through difficulties, sufferings, or when I didn't understand what was happening. Um, and yeah, if we are vulnerable, we can be fully ourselves. And if we accept the love that the Lord gives us, we can then really be able to be vulnerable in front of others and to really build other relationships. If we have that fundament that base of stable love that never changes uh, that comes from the Lord and we will never fall really Um, so for me that that is the most important thing I think uh, in this relationship in in any relationships I think that's a very very beautiful point you brought up about like we must go back to the source of love itself right uh, I think sometimes we might, you know, get taken out with, you know, um, 
our human relationships, right? That we kind of forget that mm. actually um, the source of love himself actually is Jesus, right? And as you mm. were saying, so we need to have yeah. the right, right relationship with Jesus first, right? Yeah, that means yeah, we yeah. know him, we must love him before yeah. we can extend it to others, right? We must be right, right, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. and we need to know him. He need, of course, he, I mean, of course, he knows us. <laughs> I mean, what am I saying? He knows true and true, right? He knows everything about us. And then it's actually like an amazing thought, I realized. Because we always want to be known, right? We're like, oh, I want this person to know me. I want to know this person. At the end of the day, the creator yeah. himself knows us and he knows what purpose he has created us for, right? I think all of us yeah, are created for a unique purpose, a unique mission. We're all uh, put on this earth for a very specific reason. Even sometimes on mm. days when we don't feel like, you know, we have a purpose, but that's not true. We have a larger purpose. Maybe from a day to day, we feel like, you know, I'm feeling aimless and directionless. But mm. at the end of the day, I think he will draw us back, I think, to himself, right? In different ways, right? Sometimes through struggle, right? Because you know, if we feel like our oh, life is like oh going very, you know, uh in a very linear way, right? I, I don't feel like the need for God, right? I don't feel that I really need him in my life yeah. because uh going back to that point about being self-sufficient yeah. and depend on myself, can depend on my own effort, right? And I don't need him. But when I realized that actually everything that we're doing, you know, even in this I mean, all of us are going through an ongoing discernment. Oh. I was reading this book <laughs> and they were saying discernment never stops and I was like that's very true Mm. (laughs) because people think that oh I've made a decision and therefore I finished the discernment but it's not true we are like continuously like discerning you know uh, different things in our life right you know we're discerning how to love each other better we're discerning you know various you know aspects of our life Mm. and you know I think even you were sharing also um, about in the community right that you've been discerning with it really takes a bit of, I think, courage, right, to to go into this unknown and yeah, to also yeah. realize, I feel, to um, that importance mm. of community, I right? Think, you know, so how do you feel also any, the idea about community, community? is essential to a life of a Christian because we cannot, uh, we cannot know how to grow in love if we don't practice it. And uh, by practicing it with your brothers and sisters, in uh, like in your family or in any community you're in is uh, is basically like the school of love that the lord wants us to go through um and yeah doing doing this year at the Emmanuel community was really really beautiful but also very challenging in terms of um yeah learning how to love others because when you live with the same people all the time uh it can yeah yeah for sure for sure, it's uh, it's something. I'm like, Reminds me a bit of a new house. Uh, with others, but it's also something challenging because it tests your love. We are always like you know, uh, unfortunately finding someone who's like a little bit annoying us, or we are starting to like annoy someone. And of course, we don't mean to do that, but we are human, so it happens. And and uh, yeah, but when 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 you can be be with others and pray and praise God and be built by um. The, the way others live with the Lord, it's really, really incredible. So I I decided to enter into the, the first step of discernment in the, in the Emmanuel community, which basically is like, um, basically means that for, for the next two years, I will be uh, joining the community for, for the prayer 
meetings once a week and also sort of meeting them once a month for a weekend and uh, yeah going for mass in the in the church of the community um, and seeing if that way of, of Christian life is is bringing me closer to the Lord this is something I find very beautiful that the the community like discerns with you whether it's for you whether basically it's helping you to grow closer because we have well like so many different ways of growing closer to the Lord and we just have to find ours that is helping us the most so it's all in freedom and all in sort of um, knowledge and awareness of who you are what you need and what what others also need from you and yeah I love that idea that you brought up about uh, freedom and openness. I, I feel like it's a very strong uh, undercurrent yeah. that's coming up. Because you, you think about, you know, yeah. the freedom to, to discern, you know, not be feeling that, you know, I have to do this or, you know, God is making me do this. You know, like, mm. just as mm. we are we are free to love him, we are also free to sometimes even reject him, <laughs> unfortunately. And he gave us that, that free will, right? And with that, I think also, yeah. you know, comes some of our, unfortunately, human inclinations, right? To be annoyed with people or to find fault with them. So he gives us this freedom of, of, uh, of choice, right? The ability to choose. And as you were uh, so beautifully mm. recounting your journey and your ongoing one, and I think that's very important, an element of it is ongoing. It's never stopping, right? You're always remaining open to, you know, what the Lord telling you, you know, he, I mean, he's revealing himself to you, he's revealing his unique mission for you, mm. but you are continuously mm. remaining open while being very uh, dedicated yeah. right, to the community, to the, to the life of the community. Think about, you know, weekly you have prayer meetings mm. and, you know, you, you get this mm. time and space and you grow with the people, right, uh, in the community. It's a place of growth, right? Not like, It's not like a static Thing, but mm-hmm. everyone is growing and you know sometimes we like different plants are growing at different state uh, different speeds mm-hmm. right some are growing a bit faster some are growing a bit slower sometimes mm-hmm. we are stuck in the in the dark and we are trying to cr- cr- I think crawl out of the darkness right but yeah. the important thing I think that you have uh, uh, reminded me of is that you know we're not alone right we we are not meant to journey alone we are meant to journey with our fellow brothers and sisters <laughs> in Christ. And what you were saying reminds me of like living in Newman House and living with other people. It's a very, very important yeah, and formative yeah. experience, I think, because you realize, oh, there's a lot of different, you know, personalities and everybody slightly different. And, you know, sometimes we have our like disagreements and, and stuff, but mm. at the end of the day, right, we, we, we still, you know, make up, we still forgive each other, mm. right? We still learn to grow uh, this very beautiful phrase you said just now, the school of love. We are being schooled. Okay. Like, it's not like, you know, love is not something that is just like oh, automatic yeah. or whatever, but it's more of like we have to learn it and relearn it and, yeah. Be, yeah. and we have to practice it, right? We can say, oh, I love that person, I love that person, but then we don't show it, right? I think mm-hmm. what, yeah, very evident about yeah, uh, the totally. community that you are you are talking and about so fondly is every day you live it up. Every day you try so yeah. even though sometimes it's difficult or sometimes it's like uh, super challenging, uh, he is like giving us great ascent. He's helping us to grow. And I think if it was all too easy, the it would not be worth it 
you know what I mean? Like if if we struggle, that means it's something like worth struggling for. And uh, I, I was just yes. thinking like on this journey towards yes. him, you know, towards in the school of love, yes. towards heaven, we, we, we are together and we also as a community uh, lift each other, but we also have <laughs> the, um, the sacrament, the, mm-hmm. the visible and tangible uh, signs of God's presence among us. And uh, yes. they can really, really well. They, I think, the main main sort of nutrients and foods that we should, we should, uh, we should take nourish ourselves with exactly um, every day on that day. You know, in in nourish confession, regular confession, in adoration, in Eucharist, in in really like being close to the Lord in in those sacraments. We can be strengthened. We can have like more more hope and uh, discover love deep 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 more yeah deeply yes <laughs> i think it's very very beautiful that you have like brought back now everything right back to the sacraments and back to these visible signs of him because without i think you know the lord right at as a reminder, uh, at the center of everything that we do, we are just going to become like vessels, like, you know, empty vessels, telling people that this is mm. all, oh, this is what you should do, this is how you should live your mm. life. But at the end of the day, you know, this this journey is, yeah. as you were saying, it's going to be a really long one. And there's going to be a lot of hard, hard fought battles, right? There's so many forces around mm. that are trying to, you know, kind of like infiltrate our minds, you know, and our spaces that we, yeah, we may actually even fall prey to these things or we might believe some of the lies, right, that uh, society is trying to tell us. But staying true to the true vine and yeah. discovering where the source of our life comes yeah. from really helps us to stay grounded, right, in our search remind, uh, for, for mission and ongoing search. Yeah. You so, know, I was just yeah, thinking really of, um, of find a course uh, on Theology of the Body, quoting John Paul II uh, this year. Um, we had we had a course uh, very from a very very cool priest. Oh yes. He was telling us that um, when he um, is helping uh, couples, engaged couples, prepare uh, for sacrament of marriage, he is telling them that you know, like yeah, you're making a decision now, but you will have to make the decision mm-hmm. uh, and promise of loving each other every day throughout your lives. And he even suggested, like in practical ways. To every day when you like wake up next to your husband, next to your wife, to like again say the vow that you that you take on the day of uh, of marriage of wedding, you know, like I promise to love you forever, uh, and uh, you know I don't know how it goes in English like in be- for better and for worse, and oh. yeah, and I thought wow is it not is it not a little bit over the top. You know, to like repeat that every day, like okay, I have I have already said it like so many times. But in fact no, because we need we need reminders. We need to always engage our will. In fact that again comes to freedom because the Lord doesn't want us to say yes once because then we would be slaves. But every day he asks us to say yes to our vocation and also in the same way to say yes to him. And whenever we wake up we can say, Yes, I want to love you Lord today. Thank you for your love for me. Let's let's like live another day together.
I find that like very beautiful actually as we kind of like in our our conversation now. You're saying about how every day is a renewal. It's like mm. uh it is a restart. You know, we we can't just say yes once. Like we have to consciously make a choice. And you say yes, mm. Lord, yes, Lord. Uh, you know, speak, you know, your servant is listening. What do you have to say to me today? Right? It may not be that exactly the same thing, but like I think what you have been alluding to and it's been a very very good reminder for me is this importance of you know living a very mm. uh, a life that is fully free right a life that's free a life of of openness and I think you know, the freedom and openness right yeah. actually feeds into the ability to trust him I think in whatever you know Thank he you. has uh, in store for us yeah wanted to yeah just thank you very much so Agatha for yeah for your time and for this beautiful uh, episode thank you